Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and I've got a treat with me today. We've got three guests, Josh and Ashley and Jasmine, Josh and Ashley Young, Jasmine, Jasmine Weiss, and no Pastor Matt, so we don't have any like random Thankfully. haze. Thankfully. <laughs> that, that's a strong statement, Josh. Did, he knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, he knows why. He knew that was coming. <laughs> Uh, we are kicking off today uh, something we've I've mentioned in the services, but we're going to be spending a little bit of time over the coming months just uh, spending, uh, talking about stories of what God is doing in, in, in our midst, um, demonstrating the fact that God is redeeming this season, this particularly difficult and strange and odd season. He's, he's redeeming it in all sorts of different ways. I think he's redeeming it in all of our lives and getting to see that, getting to see that in um, some new and exciting ways is uh, something that we want to share with one another. I know a lot of you get to see that in your life. I know a lot of you are are getting to see that in the lives of those around you. And because we aren't uh, gathered in the same way as a church family, we just wanted opportunities to get to share those stories and maybe even start some conversations. Maybe, uh, maybe after this, somebody's going to come up to you, Ashley, or maybe somebody's going to come up to you, Jasmine, and be like, Hey, I I heard a little bit about your story. Like, tell me more about that. (laughs) Um, So, but I think this is a, a, a cool opportunity. Why don't we start just by letting you each introduce yourself, maybe um, what brought you to Cornerstone, how long you've been here, and um, yeah, anything else you want us to know? Ash, well, yeah. Ashley, why don't we start with you? Sure. Um, hi, I'm Ashley. Uh, Ashley Young. I'm Josh's uh, older sister. <laughs> Important distinction. Uh, yeah, apparently there's been some confusion, so... <laughs> Um, I'm a student at UCLA. I'm in my fourth year and, uh, we came to Cornerstone a little less than a year and a half ago, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Awesome. So your fourth year Mm -hmm. at UCLA and are you, are you wrapping up this year or do you have more time? I'm wrapping up. I'll be finished in June. Okay. Okay. Well, so I've got questions about what then, but Uh not not just typical, not just the typical because she's in college. And so I'm going to ask like, what are you doing next? I actually have real questions because I know that there's something there, but we're going to save that. Awesome. So, okay. Josh. Fantastic. My name is Josh or Joshua. I'm Ashley's younger Younger brother. brother. (laughs) That's very important. (laughs) Younger brother. Yeah. Also at UCLA, I followed her here. Uh, and people can say, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, you just followed her, but she chose the best <laughs> university. And so I just also chose the best university. It was not do, even an option. Do you get a hard time for following her? Is that no. Like no. Early on, it was kind of like people would say, oh, that's oh, interesting. Of course. Well, yeah. you initially applied because. But I, I did was apply because she was there. <laughs> that's true. That's 100% true. Uh, um, but I study religion and history at UCLA. We could talk about that if you want, because studying religion at that institution is quite. A uh, roller coaster. So I did my undergraduate in religion at a secular, essentially a secular. That's awesome. Place. So we could totally talk. We about should that. talk about that. I, I'm not sure it's going to be the most riveting content <laughs> for this podcast. We can say, but that. we should totally talk. Yeah, we should totally talk. <laughs> That's about great. That. That's fascinating. All right. Did you know I studied religion? I did not actually. That's I awesome. Let's talk about it. Religion, religion, and history. History is like my minor, maybe a double major. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm in my third year. The only other thing I would add is happy. Belated birthday, Matt. We love and miss you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Matt isn't here with us. He was going to be here with us and he backed out because he's like, it's my birthday weekend. Like, I don't want to spend it with Josh. And uh, yeah. So happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and Jasmine. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Jasmine. I am a fourth year at UCLA studying business economics. Um, I am dating Joshua Young and friends with Ashley Young, his That's sister. Right. 
Thanks. Um, and <laughs> I started going to Cornerstone like the first week of December of 2020. Uh, it's the my favorite church that I've gone to, and it's also the only church I've ever gone to. So, well, the, hey, it's all the more reason for it to <laughs> be your favorite. Well. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> that, 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 that's right. So, so you've been coming regularly for just just like three months now. Yep. Right. And in the midst of the pandemic, so we'll. All right. So I I want to get into that. Want to get into a little bit of that story as well. But um, what actually? What why don't we start, Ashley, with. How how's the Lord been working in your life and heart over the last year? I mean, I know partially with some big plans as you're thinking about what's kind of next next year, but both big and small, how have you seen the Lord working? Sure. Um, I can start with the big. It's <laughs> kind of the easier thing. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, I'm graduating mm-hmm. this year. And so over the past like year or so, I've been thinking more concretely about what I'm going to do after I graduate. And uh, when I came into college, I was thinking of doing something like the Peace Corps or something of that nature after I graduated. Uh, I study international relations, and so that's kind of like a common thing to go abroad for a couple years and then come back for grad school um, and then enter your career. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of what I was thinking of when I came. Um, but then in college, uh, I became a serious Christian, essentially, mm. um, which is a whole other story. But one of the biggest changes in my heart from that was that I now had this huge burden for people who didn't know Christ. And that was like the most important thing that I could think of to spend my time doing. Mm. Um, Not just helping people like learn English or, you know, like have sustainable agriculture or things like that, that are really good that the Peace Corps does or other humanitarian programs do, but to tell them about Christ. And so yeah, like last summer, um, I started looking for different opportunities that would allow me to do that and just to see if there were different, like if there were, if that was even an option um, and if it was like what it would look like. And I found this organization that pairs recent, recent college graduates with missions organizations for um, placements on mission teams like all over the world. And I started talking to them, like reached out to them and started having conversations with them. And long story short, I ended up applying to this team that primarily works with um, Muslim and Muslim background refugees. So they come from all all over the world, really, Mm -hmm. um, and decided to apply. Um, Yeah, I've committed to doing that after I graduate um, a couple months after. Wow. That's really exciting. Yeah. And so, so what's the, what is the team that you're joining? Like what's, what's their focus? Are they, are they teaching? Are they training? Like how are they, or how are they facilitating their ministry? Yeah. So it's a team of about 30 people. It's a pretty <clears throat> large team. Um, the two team leaders, they have been there for about 15 years and then other people have like joined them along the way. Mm. And they, because they have so many people, it's quite a wide ranging um, like system of ministries, I would call it that mm, they have. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the main focus is like sharing the gospel with people and planting churches. Uh-huh. Um, so they've planted a couple churches and have different fellowship and Bible study groups. Okay. And then they they also do um, other kinds of things to like show God's love to people and build relationships with people, uh-huh. um, especially like in these refugee communities, they have so many needs. And like, like you said, like lack a lot of social and political rights and privileges and things. 
Um, so they help them economically to find jobs, to get job training, um, to find a- appropriate housing. Um, they help uh, people like access health care. They do a lot of work with um, pregnant mothers and like a lots of women's and children's programs. Mm. Um, it's hard to access health care when you one can't afford it to like don't speak the language of your doctor mm. and you know all, all sorts of other things so they just try and like enter into people's lives and walk through their lives with them and share the lord with them in the meantime um so yeah it's it's quite an extensive set of things they do english language classes um yeah, yeah all sorts of stuff oh my gosh okay this is so exciting and i want actually I want to talk more. I have so many more questions. We we might have to do. We, we might have to talk about this again before you leave. Yeah. Like this after, and particularly as you get you know um, more and more engaged with the organization and kind of what you're going to be doing, how, how you're going to be doing it. I'm mm-hmm. um, excited to be able to both like send you out and also glean from that experience yeah. as a church. What um, what's what's the commitment like? Are you going there for a certain amount of time or yeah, I'm committed to two years okay. and then see from there. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, praise God for that. Maybe mm-hmm. one year in, you could do a remote update podcast. Uh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 what's, that's what's so, uh, so great the about the technology. If the podcast survives that long. The, dude, <laughs> it survived a year. And like when a year ago when we launched it, it was like, yeah. we think maybe somebody will want to listen to Ashley's this. Ashley's a fan. I listen. Listener. I'm a fan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I I'm, yeah, I'm not, we're not going to have to ask you whether your favorite like, dynamic there, but we, <laughs> we, we found it a really helpful way. Um, I found it a really helpful way just to encourage and get to even have some of these conversations. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so okay, so I, I want to talk some more about that. I want to come back, though. Mm-hmm. We, big picture-wise, we may have to do something, but it's so, so exciting what the Lord's been doing, and even in this to kind of prepare you for mm-hmm. and bring clarity mm-hmm. over the last year into what yeah. he's calling you into uh, next. Uh, okay, okay, but... I, I do have one follow-up question, though. So what, when you, um, what was that transition of focus like for you, you know, over even, I don't know, the last year or or so? What what led you to say, okay, I this is something that's not just worth, like, well, I want to look into this, but um, get, brought you to a point of, uh, applying with this organization, deciding to, you know, after mm-hmm. being accepted, deciding to go. It, was it like one moment where you're like, you know, things changed or was it just kind of a, a progress or mm-hmm. a, a succession of steps for you? Yeah, I think there was like a big catalyst and then there was a lot of like little, like just one more step, one more step. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, <laughs> never know quite how to say this, either became a Christian or began taking my faith really, really seriously in my sophomore year of college. Okay. I, um, I, a similar thing happened to me, and I'm not quite sure yeah. like, how to describe it, but yeah, totally, whatever, the Lord did not did, did a work. Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. And God really got attention, uh, my attention at that mm. time. And um, yeah, like I said, this burden of people who didn't know Christ um, was just overwhelming to me to realize mm. that, um, well, I guess like a short version is that I realized like I think for the first time who I was as a sinful person 
And I realized who God was as holy in like a completely new way that I had not fully grasped before. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously a huge problem when you don't yet have Christ in that picture to reconcile you to God. And um, I, like by God's grace, found that and realized that that was true and like applied that to my own life. But in doing that and taking hold of that for myself, I also had to reckon with the fact that a lot of people don't yet have this um, like redemption in their Mm -hmm. lives. Um, And so that was quite, it was a lot for me. Um, Mm. Honestly, it was like hard for me kind of to be in like public places with a lot of people Mm. um, for a little bit because I would just look around and like, I couldn't help but to think like that these people don't know Christ and they may never Mm. know. Um, But over time that, kind of got channeled a little more properly into something that was still like a huge burden, but that also made me more bold in sharing my faith. And that gave me this like great desire to tell others about God and to make his name known. Mm. Um, So that really set it off was like that recognition, that um, realization that that was a reality for so many people. Um, But then you know, as I started thinking like, okay, well, how can I um, take this and like put it into something that actually changes how I live, then that's when um, the idea of joining a missions team rather than doing mm. the Peace Corps or something like that um, started to run through my mind. And mm. yeah, I think there's been a lot of um, things that God has really uh like people or different things that god has used to point me i think in this direction and to encourage me um right after i decided to apply to this team i was um in like the first night of one of the women's bible studies on zoom that cornerstone has and this woman was like everyone was introducing themselves and this lady was like hi my name is karen and I did missions for so many years and I was like, wow, I don't, I don't think I even heard anything else she said. I was like, that's so perfect. Cause I'm just, you know, thinking about this. Mm. And so I was able to like contact her and share with her what I was thinking. And, um, she was able to encourage me, um, and just things like that. Um, realizing that there's connections in this church to people Mm. who have done ministry there that I didn't even know about. Mm. Um, or ways that God has provided, like for me to start learning language already um, that I wasn't even aware of, you know, that have just like continually um, pointed me in this direction and like affirmed that Mm. this is something that God wants me to do. And this is where my heart is. And like, most importantly, this is where he has shaped, what he has shaped my heart to do. Mm. Um, When I came into college, I wasn't even like really interested in joining a church much much less like yeah yeah, going abroad to do (laughs) missions after I graduated so I think seeing how much God has changed my heart has also really been um something that has just pushed me even more because I see his faithfulness and Mm. his goodness and the way that he has grown me and that just makes me want to Mm. like enter into that even more and what's me? It makes me want to enter into it. <laughs> I mean, I so appreciate you sharing that. It's just such a so cool to see uh, what the Lord's doing in that, and so encouraging in that. So, anyways, 
thanks ashley um like i said i got a bunch of other questions but I, I, josh and jasmine i want to talk to you guys too josh um so i so where, where are you going josh um no no i i, I, I want to uh hear just a little bit about what the lord's been doing in your heart and life over the last you know number of months over the last year i mean as you think back to how god is how god is working what what he's been teaching you um how have you seen seen him at work good yeah um it's always nice to hear Ashley talk about like her sophomore year of college and stuff like that. Cause it reminds me of when I was in my freshman year of college uh-huh. and that's when I made Jesus Lord of my life. And mm. I think since the very start of that, I uh, was always kind of just drawn to people. I've, I've always been drawn to people in like a social way, but now that I had the Lord in my heart, I wanted to share him with them and you know or whether they be a non-believer or even like christians i wanted to let the lord speak through me or whatever but it was always like kind of a lot like there i've always like been around a lot of people always been very social and like it's i think from day one i've found myself trying to learn what the lord wants me to do and and learning to let him lead in the relationships that i have and Mm -hmm. i think when you ask me like what he's been teaching me recently. That's what I thought of even right now, which mm-hmm. is that like, I have, you know, a group of friends that I live with here. I have a group of friends from back home that I'm, that like different things are happening. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a weird period for me being a junior. Like a lot of my friends are seniors already graduated from college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like one of my friends is getting married. Mm-hmm. Other friends are like getting new jobs. Jasmine, my girlfriend and Ashley, my sister are both graduating. So a lot of things are going to, like a lot of relationships are I'm seeing a lot of change in their life. Whereas my situation is going to be like staying the same for another year. I'm still going to, I'm just going to be finishing school, you know? Uh And so that's the weird thing about having like mostly older friends, but Uh uh, finding myself like trying to figure how the Lord wants to use me, you know, or, or use me and the people around me. Yeah. Cause I sometimes, or I've, it's often been a theme for me where I kind of get overwhelmed thinking at certain times thinking like, oh, I just had this conversation with this person about God, or I, I had this conversation with a classmate about their religious background or this you know, person I work with about philosophy or something. And it feels like a lot. And it feels like since I started all those like projects, since I like planted maybe some seeds, then I have to like follow through and like do all the different parts and like try and continue. But what I've, in my experience, at least in the last two years, like whenever... I'm trying to do a lot for a lot of people. I just figure that I get less done for everyone. Mm-hmm. But then when I really try and give myself a lot to somebody, whether it be a friend or a coworker or someone like that, that's when I see the Lord bearing the most fruit. But then it's like, how am I going to decide who the Lord wants me to try and minister to or share the gospel with or even just talk through any christian issue with or Mm. whatever uh i can't decide that and so Mm. i guess what i'm trying to learn this school year um especially since things are a little weirder now it's like who where where does the lord want my focus to be on like who does the lord want to use me as an instrument for Uh, and so there there's different people in my life right now that i can think of Um, and sometimes like you know where I, i have an issue where that like i tend to only be where I am. So if I'm in LA, like I do a 
poor job of like staying in touch with friends from home. Mm-hmm. If I'm there, I don't stay in touch with people from from uh, from school. So yeah. uh, I'm trying to you know figure now who maybe I can try and focus on and show value to because I think especially in the last year or so, you know, a lot of people don't feel valued by people around them. Maybe it's because but like by their closest friends, maybe mm-hmm. not having like given them the time of day, you know, or made the extra effort because it takes extra effort to like have strong relationships yeah. right now um, or even just strangers, you know. And so trying to just do little things like invite someone for lunch or like mm-hmm. get get like tacos or anything like that mm-hmm. has been ways that I've been trying to see. And then I just try and see how conversations go. And I think the Lord is showing me more like doors that are open or like hearts that are soft. And then, I don't know, trying to follow through that, trying to walk through the open doors. Mm-hmm. You know, a favorite verse of mine has always been from Proverbs 3. It's like, acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. And mm-hmm. I find that what it means for me, at least, to like acknowledge him in all my ways is to acknowledge that he's the one opening doors and stuff like that. And so if he's opening them, I should be walking through them. I, that's part of how I ended up at this church or like joining this mm-hmm. church is Ashley and I came here, you know, the week before school started or something. Mm-hmm. And we just loved the service, but you know, that wasn't going to like sell us to join the church. Mm-hmm. You know, we probably would have checked out other ones, but then the very next week, the second week that we would have attended was going to be the first intro to cornerstone class. And I was like, you know, look at this open door. This is mm-hmm. definitely like a way that we can kind of, go in and take an intro to Cornerstone class, like learn about the church, even on our second week there. I was like, if it was the first week, we wouldn't have gone. If it was, <laughs> you know, later yeah. later down the line, we wouldn't have known about it. But it was the second week. So I saw that as an open door and I wanted to acknowledge God in that. Mm. And so we took the class and then we took the next class and, the, and then we joined the church, mm. right? And so mm. that kind of thing is how I want to apply to my relationships. You know, if uh, mm. I see that there's an open door, I have to realize that, that God opened it. And then that's just where I want to walk. Yeah. And so that's like, probably sounds kind of abstract and it kind of is. And that's why it's hard to like, that's why it's hard to learn. But yeah, that's what I'm trying. I don't know. (laughs) No, I I really appreciate that because I think it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of abstract, but in a lot of ways, actually, I think it's really practical. Yeah. It's, I think it's what it looks like to depend on God Mm -hmm. each step of the way, right? Every moment by moment. I think it's, it's that kind of God awareness mm. that, um, that inspires. I mean, I think that's what Paul talks about when he's talking about praying constantly right? yeah. or praying without ceasing, yeah. you know, it, it's just this, this constant awareness yeah. that is really, and, and asking God, okay, sh- yeah, show me, you know, what does that, what does that look like as we, um, walk through? So I, I, I appreciate that. And I think that that's something that probably, uh, bears more fruit yeah. in our relationships yeah. than anything else yeah. we can do. I agree. Yeah. So that's really, that's really, really encouraging. Um, so Jasmine. Hello. Thanks for being here too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you, you just started coming to Cornerstone a few months ago. Yep. Um, how, what, what's your story? I think I've heard it's been a bit of a year <laughs> of transition and transformation for you. Um, what, what, what brought you here? What's what's the Lord been doing in your life? Um, the Lord entered my life first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. um, apologies to Ashley and Joshua. They've heard the story so many times. Um, Still good. Time. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> but <laughs> so basically, um, I grew up like not religious at all. Um, my mom's Jewish. Like I had a bubby, which is the Jewish word for grandmother, mm-hmm. but very secular. Um, and, you know, like grew up in the Bay, like went to public school and like didn't 
know much about religion, even mm-hmm. Judaism, um, didn't really care to know much. Um, I think my perception of people that were very religious, especially Christians, was pretty negative. Um, I don't actually think I knew. Am I close enough to the mic? No, nope, you're okay, good. Cool. I don't think I actually knew many Christians, but I just like made a lot of assumptions. Um, and I think I went to church like once with a friend in high school. Um, so yeah, I just like, and I never felt like I needed it, you know, like my, I'd always been really happy. I'd always had a really comfortable life. And I think I definitely saw religion as like a crutch. I was like, oh, well, like, you know, that's good for people who feel like they need it. Mm-hmm. But like, I check all the boxes. I do all the things. I'm pretty content with my life. And I just don't like, I don't need it. You know, it's yeah. not for me. Um, but I guess like, you know, good for people that do need it, but it was a little condescending. Like, <laughs> you know, I like, I'm better than that. But like, sure, if you need that crutch. Mm-hmm, totally. um and then i, I need it man <laughs> <laughs> religion is for the week <laughs> um and then i came to school and uh, ucla and i started learning more about judaism um because one of my close friends that i met there named Layla, we um would go to like this jewish fellowship thing and so i would spend a lot of weekends like in orthodox jewish communities in fairfax um for shabbats mm-hmm. and that was really interesting and i think i helped like peel off some of the layers of like prejudice I had against people that were really religious. Cause I was like, wow, like these are nice people and they seem really happy <laughs> and they really believe what they believe. And that's still not for me, but good for them. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. So I felt like I'd learned about it and I was like, and I really appreciated like the cultural and like ethnic aspects of Judaism and it helped me feel close to my baby and, and my heritage, but nothing more than that. Definitely nothing like spiritual or anything. Uh-huh. Um, I found that like, I would ask the rabbi questions, and, like, the answers I got were never satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, if I'm not going to be Jewish, I'm not going to be anything, like, because <laughs> Judaism would be the only one that would make sense. Mm. Um, but then last year, my junior year, um, I started working at UCLA's financial wellness program. Um, my coworker was Joshua, <laughs> who was just talking about, you know, um, like, where to focus your energies when you're talking to people and sharing the gospel. Um, and he chose to focus on me (laughs) um and so because of covid i ended up not studying in barcelona like i was supposed to and so i kept working virtually um spring quarter of last year and my coworker that i was like on all these calls with was joshua and we would have appointments come but if no one came it would just be us like on zoom just staring at each other for several hours so um we figured like we may as well pass the time um and so we started talking and hanging out and i started wait wait just over zoom just yeah, over Zoom, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally just, I mean, we'd known each other before and we would like talk in meetings, but I didn't really know him. Um, we did destroy the team in one kayaking competition on a retreat. Uh, that's so. true. <laughs> it's like a, the kind of work is like we have basically office hours. So we have like a four hour block where we're on Zoom and maybe there's an appointment or, or a drop in or something, but most of the time it's just us two. And, and so and you have to be on Zoom the whole office mm-hmm. hours? Yeah. I mean, we would do other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't just like... We wouldn't just talk, stare, stare, stare at each, each other. other and talk. <laughs> Sometimes, though. I'd go for a swim or like something. <laughs> See, I, I, I just, I, for all of our the the members of our church staff who are listening, uh-huh. I just want them to appreciate the fact that for our office hours, that we're like, hey, you know, here's some office hours. We're like, you know, it's good for us all to be available, especially since we're not in the same place. I just want you to be grateful that we don't have you on Zoom the whole time. Right? <laughs> like, just make sure you're on Zoom. Like, yeah, that must have been. Uh, it could get tiring interesting yeah Yeah. okay sorry anyways sorry all good um (laughs) so i mean i did know that joshua was christian um Uh and so even though i started to like him that was sort of like obviously a deal breaker for me um (laughs) obviously (laughs) and um (laughs) we started talking about religion uh, as joshua is really good at bringing up uh to people i've Uh seen that happen with others and he actually sent me a bible (laughs) 
Um, and I thought he was joking because I had mentioned that I'd like never touched the Bible and never read it. Uh-huh. And like he Amazon shipped it to my house and my mom <laughs> like opened the package because she thought um, she was getting a package. And uh-huh. she was like, she like held it up and she was like, Jasmine, why did you get a Bible? <laughs> she was like so confused. And I was like, oh, that's my coworker. And she was like, oh, no, is he trying to convert you? Um, and I was like, oh, no, like it's just for fun. <laughs> just going to look into it. Um, so we started reading Proverbs together okay. over Zoom um, and learned a little bit. On work time? On work time. Awesome. Yes. That's great. <laughs> that's great. Hopefully our boss that's is great. This <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have asked. That's okay. Um, and... And yeah, so that was good. Um, I was definitely very surprised by like the depth of the Bible and what it had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still treated it mainly as like stories. And I was like, oh, this is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, and by the end of like the spring quarter, I realized like I really liked him, uh, which was kind of frustrating because uh, there was definitely a major roadblock there. Um, mm-hmm. And I obviously didn't know I felt about me, but I assumed like he probably, you know, knowing I was Christian, you know, wouldn't even like me. Wasn't. Um, what? Yeah. No, you weren't. Yeah. Knowing I wasn't Christian. Yeah. Um, and so, but then he came to the Bay Area over summer, uh, because he lives there where I happen to live. We're like 30 minutes apart. And, um, I asked him like a favor to bring something up from LA and then we started hanging out. So we would hang out like once, um, like a week on Saturdays. We spent all days, all the day together Mm -hmm. and it was really nice. And we would, you know, we'd hang out, we'd go on hikes and stuff. We'd also like talk about God and he would like share the gospel, um, (laughs) as you do (laughs) on a hike. (laughs) Um, and, and I really, and so there was like a lot of, you know, moving parts cause I really liked Joshua and, mm-hmm. you know, we realized we liked each other, but you know, what were we going to do with that? Mm-hmm. And then I had to confront this whole other thing I'd never even considered, which is like, yeah, like what is life? Like, is there a God? Like, mm-hmm. what does all of this mean? Like what happens after you die? Like things that I'd always thought, like I was content with just not knowing like mm-hmm. the ambiguity, but like, you know, to see someone like so confident and like so genuine and what they believe was really shocking to me you know mm. um and so i embarked on like this like own my own journey of like being like all right well what what is the truth like why does this person that i really like and like besides this is like so great really believe the thing that's crazy you know like <laughs> come on <laughs> so i um and then like over summer we sort of like stop talking like we was just roadblock because we're like well how's this gonna work and stuff um but during and, that and, and you weren't in the exact same place josh was so he forgot yeah she was she was north of bakersfield so she's in my bubble still oh okay <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um so i started just like researching things on my own um mm-hmm. and i wasn't like necessarily looking for answers i was more just like looking to see if christianity was wrong like i just needed like like validation, I yeah, guess. Yeah, validate. Like you needed to know that, like right. this was. Ridiculous. I just needed to be sure that, like, this wasn't worth considering. Um, and so, fortunately, uh, that wasn't the case. Like, the more mm. I learned, um, he, you know, recommended *Mere Christianity* to me by C.S. Lewis, and um, I read like Lee Strobel's *Case for Faith* and *The Case for Easter*, and I just and I started like watching videos online and reading all these things, and like and literally. The Gospel According to John. And right, John. When we got back to school, Somehow which I was getting to. you always forget that you read the Bible itself. <laughs> I haven't even gone to when she's, we were back at school. Oh, right, 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 right. I was going to work up to yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so fast forward, we go back to Josh, school. this is her story. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> All good. We go back to school. I'll just skip ahead so we can get to the Gospel of John. Um, and I just we, love it. We live like a minute apart from each other. And so we started hanging out again as friends. And we read John, so, like, I read the Gospel of John, like, read legitimately something all the way through in the Bible. Um, and there was some really compelling stuff in there. Um, mm-hmm. And there was this whole, like, intellectual 
aspect of it. Like, I really had to be convicted intellectually that this is something that could even be in the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. And then I was. And then I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Um, Still not convinced, though. Yeah, yeah. it's in the realm of possibility. Right. Yeah. Um, And I just realized, um, I'm sure not the first person realized, like, it's not an intellectual argument. Like, it's not an intellectual belief. Like, Mm. you need that. Sure, like, there's a reasonable, logical component, but there's, like, the spiritual component. And for me, I think a huge barrier was, like, like pride and thinking like, oh, but I'm already a good person. Like I do all the right things, you mm. know, and stuff. And so like, it like really rubbed me the wrong way to hear like, you know, people are sinful because that means I'm sinful and like I'm not the center of my own world. And it had a lot of implications and I didn't really like that. And I I just couldn't like really get past that. Like I was so frustrated because I was like, you know, this could be true, but I still like, what do I do now? Because I still mm. don't feel like I'm connecting to it. Mm. Um, I sort of, I when I started to tell friends, that I am Christian, I, I explained it as like, it was like I spent most of my life like in a room and I was like the only person in it. And everyone else I knew was also like in their own separate rooms and they all agreed that there was no one else in the room but them. Um, but then like Joshua was the first person I met that was like, no, someone else is there. You can't see them, but like they're there and they're with you. Um, and so like I started to explore that and I realized like, you know what, he might be right. Like there is someone here with me. Like, what am I going to do about it? Like, Mm. I can either accept it or I can ignore it, but it won't change the fact that someone is there, Mm. you know? So I just realized, like, whatever I do going forward, it's not going to change what I've learned and, like, know it to be true. So I need to figure out some way to, like, reconcile this with my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, so basically, like, other things happened, too. Like, I I did some things that, like, hurt other people and stuff. And, like, it was the first time I had this context of, like, why did you do that, you know? And, Mm. like, oh, not just because, like oops, like I made a mistake, but like there's actually like something that's like missing the mark, like literally what mm. sin is in there. And so having that context really shifted my perspective. Um, and yeah, and so it wasn't like, it wasn't an intellectual thing. Like I needed that, but like I really had to, for me, I had to realize like I need this. Like I mm. need this. Um, I need I need Jesus. I need God. Um, and all of this is like true and I need to like submit to that is the point I reached. And that is really hard to do because, mm. I mean, there's like so many things for me, like my friends, my family, like even the university we go to, like every preconceived notion I had about religion, there was like all that. <laughs> and then there was God. Yeah. And then God won, of course. <laughs> it was like <laughs> yeah, hunting yeah. me down. Yeah. Um, and it was like, there were so many like signs and so many things that like I couldn't explain. And so anyways, mm. yeah, literal signs. <laughs> like literally I I started praying early on, um, even before I really like felt like I believed in God. Um, and I near like closer to December when I was getting really frustrated, like I would read more things and it was like, yeah, okay. Like this makes sense, but why am I not connecting to this? Um, and so I like prayed to God and I was like, help me out. Like send me a sign if you can, anything, not that I necessarily deserve it. And I know there's probably better things you could be doing with your time, but like, please like show me something because like, I don't know what to do. Mm. Um, and then I kind of forgot about it and I went to walk to the grocery store (laughs) and on my walk to the grocery store, (laughs) I passed literally three separate cardboard signs about Jesus that I've never seen before. Like three actual literal actual cardboard signs. signs. Three of them on my walk. Never seen before. Amazing. I was like, are you kidding me? Um, oh, that's so great. Yeah. So yeah, he was hunting me down. Yeah, and, totally. And with and and with his own like just unique perfect sense of humor right yeah totally like really and they're nowhere to be found either these yeah these cardboard signs they're gone yeah scott that day actually was the day that we came up here and i asked you to give me case for faith oh and yeah, yeah, yeah 
That was the same day. And when I was flipping through it during my lunch before I gave it to Jasmine, the part that stuck out to me was this part, there's something titled like, don't ignore the signs. And so <laughs> when she told me, she sent me a voice memo or a, a phone call or something about that story. Uh-huh. And then I just like gave her that part of the book first. I was like, I just read it. Like, don't I think you should read signs. chapter six or whatever <laughs> yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. That's yeah. That's so cool. Um, so, so, I mean, how, like, yeah, I imagine that t- turns out, like, like you said, it turns a lot of things mm. upside down. Yes. Right. It makes, it, it, you know, it, I think sometimes we can think of that as like, oh, okay. Like I walked into this and like, that's great. But coming to grips with the reality of God with the, the reality of the person in the room mm-hmm. and learning step by step what they're like, right? right? And 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 the truth of the gospel and that. Um I don't know how has that um how has that transition been like for you? Has it has it been difficult? Has it been like complicated? Like what's uh, yeah, how how have you navigated that? I mean, and to whatever extent you're Comfortable sharing, but yeah, no, I'm definitely fine sharing. Um, in some ways, it's been easier, and in some ways, harder. Uh I would say, um, like I was surprised on both ends of the spectrum. I had some friends that I told that were like incredibly loving and supportive. Mm. Um, one friend in particular that I mentioned, Layla, who's been like so amazing, um, and awesome, and like really genuinely like Mm. cared and wanted to hear me out. Mm. Um, and then there were my parents, which was like terrifying to me to tell them because. Mm. Uh, a lot of my preconceived notions about, you know, like Christians and people that are religious, like definitely came from them. Um, and I was, and I'm an only child and I was just really just so worried that it would harm our relationship and going back home over winter break, like it really was stressing me out. I knew I had God though. And so I, like, I mean, yeah, just like two, two months ago, winter break. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally yeah. like yeah, just yeah. then. And yeah. so I, you know, I like prayed about it, consulted with people and I ended up telling them and it went surprisingly well. Mm. Um, you know, not ideal obviously like it's right now we're sort of in like a don't ask don't tell policy where they're like okay that's good thumbs up let's talk about something else Uh um but you know they love me unconditionally Hmm. um and then i have some friends where like one friend in particular that was like not so pleased about it um Mm. he's who is like jewish um like secular jewish but um was like really like i think disappointed by it and i think Mm. it really like forced him to confront a lot of his own beliefs about the world which I know from like, firsthand experience is scary. Yeah. Um, so that hasn't been so good. That's been mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it also has like a lot of implications for my life and it's just hard because like I am different now. And so in some ways, like there is a separation from the people that like I do know and love. Yeah. But in other ways, mm-hmm. like I meet like people at Cornerstone, like mm-hmm. so many new people, you know, and mm-hmm. the opportunity for so many new relationships. And that's been really awesome. And mm-hmm also like the most important relationship of all with God, you know, yeah. it's like this lifelong journey that I get to yeah. experience. So. Yeah. Oh, so incredible. I mean, it's so incredible to hear. Isn't she great? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's Valentine's day. Yeah. I was, yeah thanks for sharing your Valentine's Josh has got puppy dog eyes over here. While she's <laughs> Will you be mine? <laughs> uh, no, it's so, so cool to hear. And, and just even to hear these are just snippets. I mean, these are just like little snapshots, right? Yeah. Obviously like these, huge stories all that the lord is doing all that the that that are made up of hundreds of different moments mm-hmm. right and dynamics and fears and excitements um mm-hmm. but all all getting to see his faithfulness each right. step of the way see, see the reality of yeah. his existence every step of the way and and i think it, in that way it it really does beautifully not it, it's not able to be encapsulated in a 
you know, a little story or share, but hopefully even just in us getting to share some of these dynamics and some of what the, even a snapshot of what the Lord's doing, it reminds all of us of the different things he's doing in our lives and it, it encourages and really points our hearts. I know it points my heart to just glorify him because mm-hmm. th- this is what he does, mm-hmm. right? Th- this type of redemption, this type of, of, of directing, this mm-hmm. type of taking our lives and just step by step, put us the right way. Even in the midst of seasons that are really weird and challenging, or fears, or uh, unexpected, <laughs> unexpected outcomes, um, and so I'm just so thankful for that. Thankful for you guys to to share that. I I would love, um, uh, I, I well two things. I think as we wrap up, I I'd love to hear um, if there's any particular way we as a church family can be praying for you. And uh, secondly, if there's anything good you are reading or have read that you would, uh, yeah, recommend or even just that you're particularly enjoying. And it could be a Christian book or a non-Christian book or it could be a magazine article (laughs) or, you know, a blog or something. But um, I didn't give you the heads up for that ahead of time. So if if you're like, I don't know, that's totally fine. Uh, But can, uh, how can we be praying for you? Why don't we start, start, we'll, we'll go around the circle again. How about we start with you, Ashley? Sure. Um, I'll just share what I've been praying for myself and then yeah. Ashley, you can join in. Awesome. Um, I think, you know, this, this is kind of like a, can feel like a season of waiting. Like we're, we're, we're waiting for COVID to be over. Um, I'm waiting to graduate. I'm waiting to hmm. go to Turkey, you know, all these things. And um, I guess just, I've been praying that, I would still be making use of this time now and that I would still be actively pursuing God now rather than just waiting for him to begin working later. Mm. Because like we all shared, we've all seen him already working in our lives and we know that that is a reality. And so it's just my prayer that we would continue to acknowledge that and continue to pursue like a deeper relationship with the Lord even now, even as we're waiting mm. for the future and even as we're waiting for him to continue to work in new ways. Mm. Um, yeah. That's awesome. We'll definitely be praying for that for you and hopefully for ourselves as well. That's what I, I was going to say. Yeah, it totally resonates. <laughs> that is that is so good. That, that, yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, what about you, Josh? I think that what Ashley just said is an eloquent way of <laughs> saying what I was thinking about like for our church or the, or Christians across the world right now who might feel similar to Ashley or even just don't know like what roles they can be playing. But I just want to pray alongside whoever's listening to this, Mm. that we all as members of the body would be eager to play a part in building it up. And we would really make distinct efforts to reach out to people, to meet with them, to build relationship, to share in prayer, to contribute to fellowship or the needs of the other saints Whatever it is, I think that, you know, if we're just going to wait till something's over, then we be, might be waiting for a long time. Or as soon as it's over, there might be something else. We just mm-hmm. have to act where we are. You know, I said earlier that it's a problem that I'm only where I am. <laughs> but that's also something that I think can be helpful is to, yeah. you know, actually be where you are. Yeah. You know, right Before now, where you are. we're yeah. waiting. So let's, let's be here, mm-hmm. but let's do stuff, you know, while we're here. Uh, and then the other thing I would just really ask you guys humbly to pray for my relationship with Jasmine mm. and that the Lord would continue to shed light 
on us and through us, on the people around us, that our relationship itself would be an example, but also that individually we would be examples to the people in our respective lives. Cool. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that, Josh. Yeah. And Jasmine, how can we be praying for you? Going last sucks. <laughs> Does it? I'm yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. I just I like, can't follow this. <laughs> they said all the things. Um, okay. I'll... This might be like a little bit more selfish, but like, I mean, one thing I pray for and would love other people too is that I can be a light for the people in my life, like my family and my friends. Mm. Um, that's, that's really like a consistent prayer. And so if people could join in, that would be much appreciated. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and there's nothing selfish about that. I mean, no, no, no. Absolutely praying for that and, and, in pray, and praying for the unique opportunity. I think you know, each of us in, in each different stage in life and in different pro- part times in our lives with Christ um, have different opportunities and different, and sorry, even pray specifically for um, in the season that the Lord would be using you and, and allowing those around you to see the the genuineness of that in a way that, that does it, it draws them into him. Right. Right. Um, that's so, yeah, that's so encouraging. And, um, and, and next time we'll let you go first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for this time. Thank you so much for um, sharing your hearts and your lives, both with me, but just with us as a church family. It is a, it's been a huge, huge encouragement to me. And I know it's going to be a huge encouragement for uh, everyone as well. So what, oh, the book thing. See, good, see, good reminder. I was going to totally forget. <laughs> I, I want Ashley's it. answer. She's. Uh, all right, well, but Ashley goes last this time. Yeah, Jenny, oh, Jenny, oh, Jenny. Oh, oh. <laughs> this will also be a Oh, good. good. I, have, I have an opportunity to apply <laughs> my reverse uh, reverse order. They both Perfect. can read. So okay. I... <laughs> all right, what have you been reading or what do you, what do you enjoy reading? Um, I really, I'm not done with it, but I really like the Screw Tape Letters by oh. C.S. Lewis. <clears throat> I'm borrowing it from Josh right now. And it's, <laughs> it's a good time. I would recommend it to anyone, Christian or not. Uh, it's very entertaining uh, and a lot of philosophical underpinnings that are pretty relevant. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. That's a, that's a great recommendation. Yeah, Josh. I'm not this far into that book. I was doing better with my reading over summer, but I'm reading a book by R.B. Kuiper called, is that how you say his last name? Do you know? Have you heard that name? Kuiper? 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 Yeah. Kuiper? I know. It's Kuiper? called God-Centered Evangelism. Okay. And it seems obvious. I haven't read it. Of course, evangelism should be God-centered, but I think a lot of times <laughs> it's not. And it's, it's about man, you know, and mm. and so I think we should, you know, I, I just have found benefit in that book, you know, be, revealing my, my own, you know, work or whatever as not going in the way that the Bible would direct me. Mm-hmm. And so that book is, is cool. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Um. I got to say The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. Okay. There's this chapter in there called The Gaze of the Soul, which Mm. I really love. It's about looking to Christ. And Mm. it's just, it's written very beautifully and it hits the spot. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me. That that was, it was was worth his weight in gold getting (laughs) those recommendations. Uh, You can... Pick those up at a bookstore near you. Yeah. Um, but th- thanks so much. Th- thanks again, guys, for this time. And um, we're going to be praying for those things. And um, just so overwhelmed with thanksgiving to God for his faithfulness to all of you and really to, to us uh, as a church family for the ways that he, the powerful ways he's continuing to work. So excited to see what he does um, in the seasons ahead. So thanks, thanks for the time. And thank you for listening. Uh, We appreciate it. We love you and we miss you. And we'll see you uh, virtually or in person on Sunday.